0: there is based on deception
1: all right welcome back to the float universe podcast really happy tonight about who we have in the zoom chat that's how we do it here at the Float Universe Podcast. If you didn't know behind the scenes it's a Zoom studio, just me and a computer and wherever the guest is, it's usually the case. And that would be the case tonight. As I welcome and I think we haven't decided, well maybe we'll talk about this over the course of the episode. I know we're gonna keep them anonymous in the beginning because you know it's it's uh it can be costly uh to be associated with me and you don't want backlash, so towards his wife and and uh his personal life you know especially some of these things we want might want to get into and if he's a a a consistent guest on the show we'll we'll see how this all pans out but he's one of my favorite artists if you if you went to the float center that i used to live at he painted all the walls there and now before there's so much to talk about actually with that even but before i get into it i want to give a little bit more of an intro i've known this guy for a long time i don't have a lot of friends that i bring in super close that i consider a peer that, that i or or respect too that like above me in a way like something to learn from and this guy is uh a multi-talented multimedia artist that again at least in the beginning here we're going to keep him anonymous but an artist i respect and i really like the work and if i had money i would buy some of his bigger pieces cuz he's got some cool stuff so Welcome, anonymous friend. How are you? <laughs> oh
0: man, that was a that was a fantastic introduction. I'm fine. How are you?
1: Excellent. I don't know if you wanted to make up a name for yourself or um, just be anonymous, friend, for now. I don't know. It's yeah, a, no, a, I, a, That's your call.
0: I I feel a kinship with anonymous friend. Okay, um,
1: especially I like that. having
0: have even been chased off of uh, social media during
1: the Great Purge. Well, of, cool. We can talk about that. 2021, First, perhaps.
0: I want
1: perhaps to I'm talk more about, anonymous than I've ever been. I know you. You did fall off the face of the earth a little bit there. Even for you, which is already off the face of the earth. You even where you know you had to find you in real life to get really any kind <laughs> of understanding of what you were doing or your art or anything. But yeah, man, it's been a wild ride. In the middle of our friendship, you, you, I was living at the Float Center, and we have taken it over after the previous ownership had kind of really, really dropped the ball on it. And for reasons I can't get into, we, we we can't say the name of the float center, but and and that's, I mean, I I uh, let's just say a, n- a non-disclosure. That's all I need I, to say.
0: I love this because we're gonna an hour from now, we we still won't have given anyone any information at all.
1: <laughs> well, th- for the people that know me and stuff, though, that you know, like everybody knows your art there at that place. But here's yeah. here's what's interesting. So I've been, I've always wanted my friends to be a part of. Anything I build, as, as much as I'm an artist myself and can do a lot of this stuff that I could conceptualize in my head, it's always better when you know somebody and has their own style and or somebody that you trust enough. See, that's my thing with artists too, as a wedding photographer. I also like respected people who would hire me based on the fact that they just like my style and they would let me get to business on, you know, I had a vision or they had maybe a vision we could come together on, but ultimately they trust me enough to let me do it through my style and they they almost always were happy with what they ended up getting and that's the reason why I, you're the first person i reached out to there's a handful of people that could handle the tasks but you 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 uh it was just right in your vibration and so he painted the walls he came over one night and uh it was a few nights actually but the, the one night it was overnight and i remember the parliament funkadelic and i remember the spray paint everywhere cuz you you were you were you you, were, you, you handed a, a giant buddha and he didn't trace it or anything. He just handed the whole thing, and then it was a combination of like, "Well, I'll, I'll, I'll let you explain it." But long story short, I don't know if you followed anything with that place recently, but with the last few hurricanes really did a number on that place, and a lot of that, a lot of that was lost your your tiger survived you know the tiger you did the stencil
0: it, it was high up high uh high up the wall so yeah it didn't when the when it flooded it didn't get destroyed
1: so like half uh, yeah but uh, like half of the other stuff though like um especially the bamboo uh on the main wall there that uh it's just half of it's still there you know but the walls you know how walls you know they flood and it kind of soaks it up like a like a paper towel and it just absorbs it all like a wick. It goes, it wicks all the way up. Oh, the wall.
0: I think it's outrageous that we use drywall and construction in like this place that floods with ultimate humidity, you know, it's like it's not going to be dry for long.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. So the whole place, a lot of that wall, a lot of those walls went down. A lot of the art survived. Like I said, the tiger was untouched, but that was the last thing. And, and, and I was really hoping, man, that you would come and float more and I would see more of you, but you just started into fatherhood at the time and uh your oh, art
0: it was it, it's been like every uh thing we we had all of our um all of our uh like uh parents are all gone too so it was just like back to back death birth you know and so intense and now i'm anonymous uh with uh art that you can't see anymore because it's been destroyed i mean <laughs> it's the churn <laughs> it's really serious so you know it's that's why I'm here now just to hang out
1: that's how I got to know you though. so well I guess we'll start with the genesis of our relationship at least from my end was we had a mutual friend and it doesn't matter because no, not too many people that know the Melbourne world know Sally from this podcast but maybe the handful of people that listen to it might know so shout out to Sally even do you know maybe there's people that stalk and listen but she was a big fan of you and I, we were big friends for a while and she just talked you up than anybody and I really respected Sally uh, in terms of like, as an artist and, 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 and it in turns yeah. into and, and she was a very much an intellectual, I'm talking Absolutely. like she's dead, but she's alive somewhere. It's just, she, she, she moved on. I think she's working for NASA in like the UK.
0: Yeah. She's finding, uh, exoplanets. Right. Uh, right. Focus on, uh, using gravity waves to, to search them out. But yeah, no, she was an opera singer and a scientist and, you know, she was a heavy. So anyway, I,
1: I, I, yeah, I, res- and- I
0: respect her too.
1: She would always be like, you got to meet, you guys would get along so much. And she was would, oh, I, 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 I will, I will beep that out.
0: Um, <laughs> well, yeah, that's even better. Just beep it out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so it's like a Kill Bill when you learn a name at the end, Um, it's beep the whole time. I don't know if you watched that movie at all, but yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, of course. Uh, but anyway, so Sally's like, man, you got to meet him he's awesome and she would so yeah i met you basically through street art because she would show me your your graffiti or you you tagged places and i think yeah. actually she she sprayed she made a stanley kubrick stencil and sprayed it and then she gave me another one that was bill uh bill murray but then but she she tried to pass it off as her own i, and I, <laughs> I, I didn't i didn't know that until i told you about it and you're like no no no, that one's mine yeah right it, well that's the yeah. story right yeah so yeah that, well
0: you know um uh imitation is the sincerest form of flattery i guess
1: yeah i mean i, her, mean, hers hers I didn't spray. take the
0: picture that i worked from yeah. i've never met mr murray but i needed to borrow his face to endorse uh some mathematics i was spraying and playground equipment
1: <laughs> I've, I've always been fascinated with graffiti and tagging and street art and and, I, and yours was, was yours is beyond like just a tag because tags are cool but I mean, it's just a boring kind of thing. It's like, okay, you it, it, depending on the creativity of. Oh,
0: whoa, 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 whoa! I don't, I don't think that's fair. Or,
1: I'm saying relative to what you're you're doing, like you're putting like mathematical formulas, and yours is a little bit more of a think piece than just a name and a tag. Yeah,
0: so I do more like concept art, true. But let's give respect for a minute to people just just people who have like glowingly beautiful handwriting. That's such an achievement. And, and culturally, all over the world, that's uh that's a major refinement that really uh separates you out as as somebody important. You know, if you want to tell a king that you're 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 quitting, you know, you have to write we the people with a feather on on vellum and by hand, you know, you you don't just use like, you know, the the printing press for that. That's that would be tacky yeah <laughs> so you know i like graffiti on that level but my handwriting sucks it looks like a demented child you know that.
1: So, so, so you can't get that style of like you know like the train no. car the train car style
0: yeah i i don't do graffiti graffiti but i like right vandalism i like just the idea that you could just like you know that property doesn't have rights or whatever you know and of course as as a result though when my child ruins my my house inside with stickers and and pencil on the walls in the hallway, I, I can't bring myself to, to, you know, say anything. I feel too hypocritical to be like, ah, you just drew all over the wall. Huh? Kid.
1: So there's no, there's no, there's no discipline when the crayons come out then.
0: No, not in this house. No, because it's, you know, that, that's one of those few ways where you can really easily with very little, um, you know, money, if any money, you know, go out and kind of prove to yourself that like, there's freedom. When you're doing something you're not supposed to do, when it's like low key bad, you know, I'm not talking about like, you know, hideous crime. But when you're just out fucking around, like spray painting your name on shit, then that's you feel relaxed, feel relaxed in a way that's different from your regular everyday, where you have to watch what you're doing or am I speeding in my car or what, you know, though it is like, is there something in my teeth on a date? You know what I mean? Like there's levels of pressure, but when you're out, you know, doing kind of art vandalism, that's about as relaxed as you can be.
1: I feel like, you know, you, you you'd think it'd be the opposite though. You'd be tense and, you know, look paranoid looking around your, uh, you know, the corner for the cops. And I mean, I'm always amazed that these tags, that's one thing I will say about the tags in terms of like, Wow. Yeah. Like that's a skill there and it's speed involved and not getting caught and, and, and also the locations, right? Like hanging over an overpass or something. Uh, you know, that, the- yeah.
0: Some, some guys that I've known, cause I, I know a, 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 huge array of, of graffiti artists. Some of them are really famous, um, from Atlanta and Miami. Some of those guys, in order to get to the places where they paint, it's extremely dangerous. I mean, truly. Right. But once you're there, I mean, it's also dangerous for anybody else to come surprise you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you'd be surprised what people do not notice or don't care about.
1: Oh, no. I've, that I've One thing I learned in my consciousness journey is people are just so asleep at the wheel. Like, yeah, bombs could go off in their laps and then half the people wouldn't even know or feel it was even happening. And so, yeah, I could totally see where little blips like that in the background. You're, you're driving down the freeway or something. You don't, you don't notice that stuff unless you're looking for it, unless you're paranoid or you're a cop.
0: I mean, half the guys, um, that I know wear, uh, you know, reflective vests. So they show up more.
1: Oh, right, get, right, right. Yeah. You know,
0: they, they don't want to get like hit by a car by, if they're on the side of the highway or something, and everyone just assumes they're supposed to be there. Look well, at yeah, how official look, he
1: looks. You look more, exactly. You look more official with the vest.
0: So why it did was, you start,
1: why did you start doing that then? What wait, why is a kid? And when did you start tagging or whatever you want to call it? graffiti art. When did you start doing that and why?
0: Um, I, I just, I got into art, uh, through one of my friends, a couple of my, my friends back when I was in like in high school, you know, and I was, I was kind of young. I graduated when I was like 17. So I guess I was 15, 16, you know, not too, I mean, not like, you know, soaked in it from birth or anything. Right. Um, you know, I liked Bob Ross when I was a kid and, uh, there's a, a show on TV that was like cable access, you know, back in the 13 channel days was like a secret city or something like that it was like a drawing show for kids so i liked art i thought it was cool i wasn't very good at it all my friends that were really good at art though they quit they quit doing it yeah, whereas i i sucked so i kept doing it because i needed more practice i i think even maybe there's something there where like they were so talented that they expected perfection and would could do it i mean they would they would draw something to look just exactly like a, a comic book art or yeah you know right and so the very best they could do was live up to their own expectations which was just kind of like a uh you know a wash like they they were or they could fail they could do something with, so it was they was either negative reinforcement or no negative reinforcement But like me, I suck. So if I ever did something that was actually looked really good, I'd be like delighted. So I'd get this huge emotional high that was outside of the realm of the people who were actually really talented. And so, like, then that was like what kept me in the game. And sometimes, like, you know, that I think that that mattered a lot because half the people I know that had natural talent just didn't keep going.
1: Yeah, you know, oh, and, I see that you do
0: get better. Anything you practice, you get much, much better eventually.
1: Definitely. You know? That was me in the beginning with photography, um, just pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. Because, I mean, I'm sure you feel the same way with a lot of the stuff you see that's on TV, that's put out in the media art. Um, you're like, man, I could do that. I know I could do that. Like I'm doing a a comedy rap album now because I just feel like I've listened to so much rap my whole life and comedy and and in-depth comedy jam and memes and all this bullshit conspiracy theories I'm like why not you know like I realize only a handful only a handful of people are making these things and like a lot of these people you consider your favorite artists they don't even write their own songs like those are the people those are actually really talented people I'm interested in are the ones that are actually making this stuff like the performers are great and all but I want the whole package deal and they exist it's just not as many as you actually think. And so I'm a I'm more of an auteur when it comes to the way I like to have things. And I feel like you are too. Like you're the solo artist that's, you know, from beginning to end, control of everything, right? You, you don't, I mean, have you ever employed other people to bring together an artistic vision?
0: Uh, I would, I don't know if uh, I would go so far as to say employed. I would say like, you know, uh, partner with or collaborate yeah collaborate that you know that kind of thing I because really like in order for an employee to make sense you have to be doing the same thing over and over again and I I really don't the, my my curse is I'm always doing something different than I did last time so you know it's uh there's just like not there's no um rhythm that then requires like the mechanized um contribution of like an employee
1: yeah now let me ask you this i recently i've just been going down the whole past probably four or five months a a whole lived experience and rabbit hole of adhd and to the point where i've been diagnosed by a real doctor as having both both like inattentive and hyperactive which at the end of the day no surprise but for a long time i said this is just a a made-up thing for kids that eat too much sugar and the parents are inattentive But long story short, I'm I'm thinking there's something to it. And it's because of like, you know, ultimately vaccines, heavy metals in your brain, stuff like that. Now, one of the hallmarks I've learned is people like me. I like like, I like photography, for example, because it was exactly what you just said. It was there was no there was no like real predictable experience every weekend when I'd go out. Yes, somebody was going to get married. That was about the only thing that I could predict that was going to happen. The conditions, the lighting, the the guests, the the equipment itself. I was always chasing, I'm chasing novelty. I'm chasing, you know, I don't want too much of the same thing. I don't know if you ever, if you've noticed that, if it's a, something you experience.
0: Well, so there's your ADHD uh, I, I, doing you a favor though, because. Oh, you know, right. No,
1: if, if you have the right job, for sure. If you have the wrong job though, and you don't realize you have it like it's a nightmare you know because you're stuck there and you you can't concentrate and you're doing something you hate but luckily for the most part of my life i didn't even know i had it because i was in that zone of exactly that just chasing the novelty and that's what this mean world has been for me too novelty like that's the great thing about you know the phone every time i get on the phone it's some new or some expanded version of the of the concept of Marty like going down a rabbit hole of like wow that's like the next dimension of my thought process so yeah I'm chasing dopamine through novelty.
0: Well, let me uh let me school you in to something that you may not uh know, but there's a lot of uh studies on ADHD that show superior pattern recognition. Right? And that really like when when I think of like uh, hi, uh inattentive and hyperactive, right? To me that's that's obviously the ultimate hunter gatherer's guide to how to live. Because basically, all that means is that your feet start walking before you decide where you're going. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. So what a what a perfect um, like you know uh, default setting if you need to go out into the woods where you know where the locations of various game animals are, is actually undetermined. There's not necessarily a, any advantage in knowing where you're going. You know what I mean? And, and you do that for however long, you know, and you find out uh, by pattern recognition that you see some little spore here, a little broken stick, some fur, and, you, and it jumps out at you, the little differences. And then, bam, you're describing ADHD as just really poorly adapted for the modern world of like linear focus, but hyper adapted for, you know, uh, kind of the, the world that will exist again and always exists in the meantime when uh some type of uh tragedy or uh you know uh intensity uh disturbs like the the pattern of what we call society like think yeah. about just the earthquake in, in turkey right think about how that that hunter-gatherer urge it becomes instantly valuable now that all the buildings are crushed and you got to go around and, and find survivors amongst rubble. Well, there it is again, it's the exact same scenario. It's a forest where you're determining, you know, via, you know, very minute traces of pattern. what is, you know, around and there's, it's a high stakes game. So, you know, there's, there's something to that. I think that's advantageous, that's why we do it but it just isn't called advantageous in the context of you know trying to do paperwork for you know an office or yeah
1: we know whatever that's why i like talking to you you always have i mean if you if you if you're in an art show and you find mr anonymous friend stand by this man even if it's not his own art and just listen to this guy talk because he will break down everybody's art if it's if it's his own art it's even better you know because obviously you get the the inside take on this thing in front of you but definitely like a few things come to mind when you start talking like that as you told me this one story one time about how my mom has adapted because now that she's indoors she has to make the indoors reflect like seasons right because I was telling you that my mom always has to decorate for every season and you gave me a really beautiful breakdown on why she did that and one of my favorite stories was when you were telling me you were working in a trap house or something, and there was these kids and you figured out monotheism versus, uh, um,
0: Oh, Oh, we like how, uh, like, uh, polytheism comes, polytheism, from, uh, yeah. come, comes like jungle, jungle cultures. Yeah, exactly. Look, versus, versus it, the desert. Right. Yeah. If, if, it, if it's a religion from a rainforest, you have polytheism versus if it's a religion from a desert, you have monotheism yeah. and no surprise because look at the, it's a parallel. It's a one to one on the the density of diversity, biodiversity, right? <laughs> so, well, it was
1: hilarious how you came yeah. to that conclusion, though. You, you know, can you tell that story? Do you remember that story of you working in that situation?
0: Uh, well, I mean, you know, a, a lot of my um, previous uh, incarnations were really edgy. I was like, you know, I know
1: that's where a lot of these good stories go. I from. lived
0: in, I lived in, in amongst like street. Personas, but I also knew, you know, artists and musicians. But that, there was crime around all the time, and in fact, I kind of admired it. So, you know, we would be into drugs, crime, like, you know, just not not because we were evil, but just by default, you know. Yeah. It's it, it, so, you know, that was just part of it. But then we would just dilute it with philosophy, and a lot of times the the weirdness of all these scenes that you you get exposed to in these places you know, just ends up being really uh, inspiring for uh, for like, you know, deep thoughts, right? <laughs> and so, <laughs> because you're know, like, whoa, you know, this is intense by itself. And then you add a little LSD, you know, like, uh, you know, some Molly and, and all of a sudden, like the secrets of the universe are, are speaking to you. And, and you know, sometimes, you know, knowing is is its own challenge right like just because you got the answers doesn't mean you want them
1: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) you know so i don't know sometimes i'm i'm full of shit uh but sometimes i i see something that's that's again pattern recognition i'm like no shit look at that why is this Why? how how did i not notice that immediately you know that that these these differences are quite obvious you know sometimes the the uh the environment brings it out you meet a gypsy hustler when you're just like trying to go about your business you know you're like oh no but you meet a gypsy hustler when you're tripping balls and all of a sudden you're like roll with it <laughs> you know that's yeah. the difference I guess that's the difference I don't know did that make sense, that yeah. Make sense? oh yeah
1: yeah that was, uh, I, was try- uh, I was trying
0: to admit that you know I have a I have a pretty shady uh background and for especially when I was younger uh, I'm pretty pretty calm nowadays I've got a uh a, a wife kid and you know, house and all that normal shit. But it was once upon a time, I was, I lived uh, the rugged life.
1: Yeah. So you're out there, you're out there tagging, I guess. And so, yeah, why did you start to just to hit the streets and, and do art that way? Like, what was the, why did that started to you like that?
0: I think I was just trying to be a beatnik. Like, I just thought like the, like it was edgy and cool. cool. Yeah. I just thought it was cool. It was, it was fun. I mean, you know, too, don't forget, this is like pre internet, pre digital culture, you know, the video games were super simplistic little or nothing to them you know to the like digital distraction world right Right, now we have like meme wars and we've got we've got all these 4chan and reddit and and twitch and all these communities with all this well that's all that didn't exist so what do you do if if you want to have like adventure proper adventure like you'd read in a um a
1: storybook Right. Well, yeah, uh, like uh, the choose your own adventure uh, books.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I I mean, I grew up on that stuff. Me
1: too. I I often reminisce for like a late 80s, early 90, 91 world where it was just like pre-internet, just barely. Some people didn't have it at all, but some people did have it. But that's like my earliest memories of the analog world, and it's also the last memories of the analog world, because right, you know, then you get the '90s, mid '90s, and we're internet and and beyond with digital in the year 2000, films and all that. It's just crazy stuff. But
0: um, well, I watched my my nephews who are like 13 and 16. Their whole attitude and 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 the on the one hand, they're really like world weary. Like they believe in their heart of hearts that they've seen all this shit because they've seen so many pictures of things Mm -hmm. you know but you know uh i I, like all the shit people do in hollywood movies you know i i feel like it's kind of silly because they're they're just pretending but i actually usually did all those things for real in some capacity whether it's like street fights in third world countries or having to handle kind of turf conflicts with you know. Semi criminal outcomes, or I, I mean, you know, all that stuff is actually real, hmm. and it only it kind of just transitioned into this this situation where it's all pretend now. uh Even though there's so much more of it,
1: I remember you used what to tell me, in front of me. You used <laughs> to it's all good. You used to tell me. I'm pretty sure it was you that you're like I don't look at any internet, it's the art on the internet or anything. I don't look at you know. I think it was you that told me that. I'm like, well, that's good because I I'm usually the opposite. I'm looking to make sure that nobody's done the idea before I go out and try to execute so it. So
0: I I had to I had to start adapting that actually because once the comprehensive approach was available, you know, I I had I had to to do the same thing. So now I I Google things before I make them, right? Yeah, just to make sure that I'm not you know being redundant, mm-hmm. and and so. Uh, you know that's changed a little bit but I I frequently beat you know the internet to the punch because you know it's an illusion of of new ideas but it's not actually new ideas. And so I think
1: your so your dolly uh uh King Tut Oh yeah like two a, in common it's like a perfect example
0: right well right that's because you know i'm looking for patterns and thinking about what that implies whatever
1: that still um, blows my mind thinking about that that piece of art i don't, I don't she, think that would give you away too much um because i don't think you have too much internet presence actually i, I, I looked you not, up. And,
0: not anymore not anymore yeah. would, well, you go back, would, you go,
1: would you go back and wipe yourself or something
0: uh well you know i used to have a uh, uh an instagram but um they deleted it instagram one they contacted me and said that um, I needed to submit a driver's license to prove that I was over the age of 13.
1: When right. I whoa, when I see nothing like that ever happen to me, what happened with your Instagram account? What do you think happened?
0: Oh, I I think that um uh, I was friends with like uh, militant anti-vaxxers in Hawaii. And I was like, Yeah, you fuck those guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mis- okay. Resist, you know what I mean? Like whatever. And so they just pegged me and then, you know, got me off the air. Right. Which they they did, you know.
1: But you, you, they you, did you, me a favor. You, you because... yeah, but you only had like two hundred followers though. You know what I mean? It's not like they were well, taking out no, some
0: no, I had eight hundred. I mean, you know, okay. I
1: was thinking of another account then. Okay. But still, it wasn't like you had a million, is what I'm saying.
0: No, no, like no. You, no.
1: you, you weren't no. worth it. like like the thing is I have more followers than that, and I didn't get never, that didn't happen to me. I got taken down on my in my own ways, but that they never did it that way.
0: Well, um I, I don't know. Maybe there's, um maybe, maybe you're too you, big.
1: Maybe, or maybe you have more influence than you you know.
0: Well, you know, it might just be that I was directly, you know, agitating on these. But anyway, think about. Oh, you that. were
1: okay. You were doing direct agitation. Well, I was just like,
0: you know, like people would say, like, hey, send this out or, or whatever. I'm we're trying to vote against these mandates and, right. and this kind of crap, and I'd be like, yeah, fuck mandates. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't trust those people. You know, what I mean that. Pfizer is one of the largest criminal organizations ever, you know, and and they have like huge um, power though, right? Then, and, uh, you know, it's pandemic bullshit, but here's what, here's what happened is like, they're like, so you have to prove, you know, you a driver's license to prove that you're at least 13 years old. And I was like,
1: "Um, no, they wanted your, they, they wanted your ID. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I so saw I gave my ID, but I like wiped my, you know, I lo- I just left the birth date on, I deleted everything. But I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you idiots? Thirteen year olds don't have driver's licenses.
1: <laughs>
0: your shit,
1: they were just your shit uh, is, they were just wanting...
0: inconsistent like in a, in and of itself.
1: Oh, big time. They're big time inconsistent with uh, all that stuff. But you just gotta well, now with like Twitter files and all that crap, it's just it's coming
0: out that, you know, people are um you know, they were just, or it's just ordinary government suppression type shit. It's just like a little bit more, um, uh, bumped up than people thought. But like I said, they probably do me a favor because
1: I don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, do, do you, you know. listen, do you listen to Owen? Owen Benjamin?
0: Uh, uh oh yeah. Yeah. I like him.
1: Okay. I uh, you, you sound like you listen to him. Yeah. He's good. He's funny. He's one of the few people that actually makes me laugh.
0: Right, exactly. Well, because exactly. The, 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 main,
1: the main reason is this. It's not that some of these other people aren't funny. It's that they're so hollowed out. They're so bought and sold. They're so controlled. And they're shilling for a lie, which is the reason why I can't laugh. Is like, or it's forced out of diversity or inclusion. I'm like, no. You know, like, I remember movies from the late 80s or like early 90s. Really, it's the mid, mid to late 80s. It's like the peak of like cinema for me where it's grimy and, you know, It's how people really acted and it was none of this diversity and inclusion and it was none of this heavy CGI and fake camera movements like you know that's what I hate about a lot of the digital cinema, it just bugs me I always mention this, but. I can't stand unnatural camera movements that's why I like movies from like like I said like. Jurassic Park and before Jurassic Park everything's great after that it just is all downhill there's some great stuff in the 90s where it's like a hybrid of like real effects and. Digital, but I don't know, man. How do you how do you feel about movies these days? Do you go? We I know your girlfriend or no, your wife is uh, um, she's big into the comic book stuff. Are you guys Marvel fans? Like, what's going on? Uh,
0: yeah. I mean, I liked Marvel comics when I was a kid.
1: Yeah, right? but are you are you following this stuff lately? Like how you know this progressive and you know neoliberal woke agenda stuff.
0: Oh yeah, I'm I'm like you know unimpressed by um, uh, agendas. Like it just for something to be entertaining, it should just be entertaining on it in and of itself. I don't care what the message is. That's not my job to listen to messages. You know, so I'm a little bit set in my ways where I'm just disinterested. What is the thing? They're not even it's not it's not real it's real purposes propaganda which I've studied you know extensively um and you know I'm not against it sometimes you need propaganda especially I'm raising a kid right now and propaganda is the way to go let me tell you you don't want to sit around uh, explaining (laughs) everything to a two-year-old you know I mean it sucks (sighs) you know there's there's something to be said for that you know tool right I get it but um you certainly don't expect me to like you know actually use it on myself voluntarily right that's you know that's yeah. too much that's too much I like um I like weird thoughts I like you know the 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 most elaborate strangest things that's what interests me because that's all I mean I've met people that you know
1: you like novelty like me
0: well even more so like I just I, like so you know I have um experiences with the CIA uh the FBI I mean the first time I got in trouble with the FBI I was 15 years old it started a pirate radio station you know and mm-hmm. you know they knew they knew it was us but they couldn't figure out which one of us and they you know we stopped broadcasting and stopped getting in trouble right but um, what, what,
1: what kind of stuff are you broadcasting
0: oh we we, we uh we at this boarding school uh Montverte Academy and it was it was like this it was this crazy boarding school because it was like all my friends got caught doing drugs when I was, you know, in high school, like, you know, junior. where the end of 10th grade, whatever. All my friends get caught. So my grandparents aren't entirely stupid. And they're like, yeah, well, we figure you're probably doing it too. Enough of that. And uh, they sent me to this place to try and straighten me out or whatever. But it, it really was a terrible place that it was, it, it, was <laughs> it, it was like filled with like criminals from all over the world so basically it was like rich extremely volatile children from Korea from Venezuela from you know all these places so I was like in there with all these these kids from uh, Curacao and the Dutch Antilles and so I you know I'm getting this this blast of like crazy world cultures I thought it was insane that like the korean kids literally if you're one day older than someone then that person who's younger than you must do what you say anything uh, yeah anything you know i mean you, you have trouble understanding that is like you know i i was just some druggy high schooler and then i start meeting all these kids who are there for various you know offenses and violent crimes and stuff and i'm and i'm like man like this place sucks like what were my grandparents thinking you know so we just rebelled and like dominated a catholic radio station because you know they used to have like radio shack i mean that was a store yeah. where you could go buy radio parts <laughs> you know what i mean it's like no big deal and you know that store is, does not exist anymore or, or at least it, i don't think it does no um, but yeah so we just we just went and built a little tiny radio station and just juiced it up and dominated a, the local catholic stations to protest this insane shithole so it was like wfma w fuck my Vert academy you know and, and all the chicks in the girls dorm thought it was cool and you know we thought it was awesome because it was bad and it was fun that's that's like what i was all about if it was it had to actually be fun it couldn't you, i wasn't pretending right you know it's like uh some of this like pop pop culture shit is really not about think anyone likes it is that weird to say? Does anyone really like the Backstreet Boys, or you know, d- or do they just have to get accustomed to it because they didn't listen to anything else? You know, I I feel like if you've got any sense in your head, you like the best of any type thing, but you'll like every you'll like everything. You'll like country music. You'll like rap. You'll like uh, classical. As long as you hear the right songs. You know, because if you're good at something, then it's awesome. I mean, you throw in like Flight of the Valkyries or some shit, dun, 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 you know, then people get hype, right? If you throw on a a great rap classic, then, you know, people get hype. But a lot of the the stuff today is just like boring. Yeah. S- pseudo entertainment, right? And, you know, we, we didn't didn't do that we'd like get into trouble. I think it was probably like there was a movie, I think, pump up the volume, probably put it in our head, you know, and it was um, just a movie about uh, like a kid who started a radio station. So we're like, oh, well, let's do that, too. You know, that's cool. We like the movie. Let's just do it. So we did, you know? Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. We did. We did lots of shit like that. But I've also had like the semi mystical experiences, too. I met an evil wizard here, you know, not so long ago, who was a mind-blowing guy. I mean, he was really evil. Uh and you know, I met uh, you know, a, I know a bunch of like
1: well, hold on, go back to the go back to the wizard. <laughs> Dude,
0: this motherfucker was wait, wait, evil. Tell me the story.
1: Tell me this story.
0: Bro, Baba was uh so I got I get a call from a friend. Here's how it starts. This is how everything always starts. And this friend is like, I got a weird job. Uh, somebody wants to transfer a lot of VHS to blah blah blah, and there he's got a bunch of like uh, stuff on VHS tapes that he needs transferred to digital format. Can you do that? Would you, you know? And I was like, yeah, come give me a call. Whatever. I still have VCRs, and I have got dubbing equipment because I'm, you know, a weirdo. Yeah, <laughs> and- I love it right so then then i get a call from this girl who's like i'm baba is my master and he's the one that needs help he is this that and she tells me her story and she was a marine right a military marine right marine uh, um, uh, psychiatrist right she was one of the people that would treat other marines who had ptsd and stuff like that and she was like well really this the secret to like my success to help all these people with ptsd is actually that i actually am taking them to baba who's this great you know healer and he's really maybe that he's maybe the most important human being alive and and i was like oh my god this this sounds fantastic <laughs> yeah. uh, If this, if this guy is the living god the one and only and is the most important human being alive. I was like, I said, sir, you may be the most important. Then I met him. He actually said so. He just basically said, I'm God. I am the the hand of God. Anything that I say goes. And the only reason that reality exists is because I exist.
1: I and, love it, man. And that's a trip that's never ended.
0: Dude, oh, no, this guy was legit. And I mean, maximum <laughs> evil. When, when, you, when, when you When you think of like shit, no one would ever say. And, and he was very, you know, succinct about it. He wasn't, you know, it wasn't like schizo where he was Mm -hmm. being weird. He was owning it. Oh yeah. No, he was just, that was just true. It was just true. Like exactly the same way I'd say, yes, I would like sugar with my coffee or something, you
1: know? Yeah. Right. Right.
0: And so this, this guy, um, Baba, you know, is like, I'm, I'm it. And I was like, wow, well, I'm the kind of guy that would definitely get to meet you. If you're the most important guy in the world, I'm the guy <laughs> that gets to meet the most important guy in the world. That's how I roll. Just so you know, that's the kind of guy I am. And so we should definitely meet because it's foreordained, sir. You know. Yes. Yeah. And then I, then I tell my wife, I'm like, hey, honey, we're gonna go meet an evil wizard. You want to go?" <laughs> and she's like, "Um, I, I guess." I was like, "You, you yes, yeah, say yes, say yes." And then we go and meet him, at, and we he takes he's like meet me at this restaurant by the airport and we meet him and he's this guy he's indian guy you know from india proper or whatever and he's got like three teeth and he pulls up in a bmw you know and is the marine girl right the psychiatrist girl is very beautiful very beautiful right you think wow she's like a marine because she's not she's not like built she doesn't look like capable of keeping up with those military physical training that yeah. that PT, pt is no joke yeah. yeah pt is no joke right so you're like now nah, she's like way too too pretty for that and she's also like you know got a she's got a psych degree she's got kind of a respectable thing going on but then she's just like fawning over him like folding his napkin in his lap for him, like cutting his food for him. Like he takes his feet out at one point while he's talking to us and he like just puts him in her lap and she just starts rubbing his feet with these long ass toenails. You know what I mean? And uh, the whole time, yeah. The whole the whole time he's just <laughs> he's like, oh man, this is and this was like right after like the pulse uh shooting and all this stuff. And and the stuff he's saying is so evil that it's like you just can't believe it. He's like, oh it's a good thing the gays got <laughs> murdered because that way it won't be on their karma and then they'll be forgiven of all their sins for of sodomy and all you and you're like whoa because this is like (laughs) this is like day one you know like the the five days from this public tragedy of a huge magnitude and we're like in a public restaurant and the the waiter you can tell he's gay and he just looks down but the baba doesn't even turn around He's like saying the shit that like he almost like he knows without looking like how to offend the waiter. So the next waiter, we sudden so that guy, that guy never comes back. And then we get like a Caribbean girl who shows up and then he's like, oh, you know, the blacks complain about racism. And I'm like, oh, my God, is this QZ? What's he going to say? And he's like, oh, you know, if they were serious about it and they wanted to stop being treated like blacks they just moved to england until they got an accent and then they'd be british instead of black you know and i'm like oh my god what and, and then she's like i'm she, without turning around he doesn't he did not notice her there and she's like just turn she's like i'm not taking an order i'm leaving and then you know then the, finally the manager has to come out because everyone who comes out he manages to offend like by saying the maximum worst thing right chain smoking and and just saying like listen i'm god i'm the only important voice The whole time, you know what I mean? And and telling us about how he's healed these, you know, animals. And he's like, look, see this woman, this beautiful woman, like, who's just like mooning at him, this toothless mouth with, you know, and he's like, you know, I, you know, she's just trash. I just, uh, you know, what I don't need, you know, <laughs> she, she's just given to me by the gods because, you know, they give me anything I want. And, you know, it, she's meaningless though. And, and, you know, like, and, but she's like, yes, I am. meaningless, And I'm like, whoa, you know, <laughs> what, what is going on? And of course the whole time I'm like, tell me more, tell me more. And my wife is starting to look at me like, what the fuck are you doing? And, you know, cause I'm just agreeing. I'm like, yes, that they should learn to speak with British accents. That's so intelligent (laughs) because no matter what the fuck this evil wizard says, I just have to nod and complain. It's like, it's like being in a jail cell with a psychopath, you know, once they start talking about whatever arson shit they, and they, and you can get, they get that light in their eye and you can tell that this, this is like that. This is that shit that really got them off when, before they finally got caught doing it. You know what I mean? Except for this dude is picking up the tab. And we're sitting there for hours at this restaurant he <laughs> buys me breakfast he, I mean, he buys me lunch he buys me coffee he buys me dessert and then he buys me dinner we're sitting there until close. and eventually there's locked the door because he's so atrocious that they they are they're afraid that maybe this is going to be some kind of other shooting yeah. and the whole time he's telling me about being raised in india and about how you know it really works when you're a living god you know and how, he, you know, it's a shame that he had to put his dump his son's soul into hell because he was such a worthless son. And but sometimes then he'd tell a story that was just fucking amazing, which is like, he'd be like, oh, do you know how um, man eating tigers happen? And I was like, no, tell me, Baba, because that's the only thing I ever say to evil people like that. I'm like, "Yeah, I, I agree. You know <laughs> tell me mean? more. I tell me more. Baba's like, well, see what happens is a tiger gets injured you know, or some, some type of minor thing slows them down temporarily, but then they, they really get hungry and they, they, they find themselves temporarily incapable of actually catching a deer. So for the first time through the, because of starvation, they must try human meat. And then the human meat has too much salt and tigers can't express salt. They can't sweat. They can't exude salt through their skin. And just like every place that's ever introduced table salt, that culture becomes absolutely addicted to salt. The instant that it's introduced, that culture falls. And the tiger is no exception. When the tiger it has salt for the first time, it becomes just exactly like human beings, it becomes extremely angry because it gets hypertension mm. from high blood pressure. And so it gets more aggressive while simultaneously now, regular meat like deer or cattle, they, they, it doesn't taste good anymore. It's just like people who salt their steak at Texas Roadhouse. I'm just like realizing that what he's saying is absolutely true to some respect. You know that I I recognize that pattern. My grandmother before she she'd cook and be like, I think it probably needs salt, and she hadn't even tried it yet. Yeah. Have like, you even tried it yet? So I'm like, my God, the tiger is doing that too, and he says, Yeah, you know, they get so wound up that they eventually um, they have to chase humans down. They have no choice, and so the 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 villagers have to hide inside their village until one day the tiger actually um, overextends itself and comes inside the village while it's lit looking for more people to eat because everything else tastes like shit and it's enraged because it can't get rid of the salt that's giving it hypertension. And, you know, so then the the tiger becomes truly a man-eater, must be trapped and killed by the villagers. And he's telling me this whole story, and it's just blowing my mind, you know what I mean, because yeah. it's so foreign And this is how he grew up. He showed me these pictures of his palace and, and in India, where he was a young prince, you know, and all this shit. And I am just like, wow, right? You are evil, but I got to pee. I really, I've been sitting there for like hours. And so I'm like, I got to go to the bathroom. And of course, as soon as I leave, he turns to my wife and he's like, you're not supposed to be here. You're not important at all. If you say anything about this to anyone, I'll send demons to destroy you. <laughs> <laughs> and then she, I come back and she's just looking real weird, you know, and the whole time I'm like, yeah, tell me more. And I'm so impressed with your slave, you know what I mean? And all this yeah. crazy shit. And then, you know, um, we finally just break away and it's like the restaurant closes. And so we, we finally get to leave. But I couldn't, I didn't want to be like, I want to leave. No, it had to be somebody else's fault. What I wasn't gonna wasn't gonna me wasn't gonna be me that made us leave. Right. So finally you... we get kicked, yeah, we get kicked out of the restaurant. My and I'm like, so to my my wife, I'm like, what do you think about uh, Baba? And she's like, um he 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 was very wise. And I was like, what? I was like, oh no, 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 honey, he was a complete psychopath and extremely dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> he was nothing wise about him, he was maximum evil. <laughs> and she's like oh my god thank god thank god I was like no no, we don't like him honey he's we're not allowed to like him he's he's terrible he's really
1: yeah you're you're able to you're able to spot a psychic I guess she's more of a normie she's not able to spot him as easily well I mean it
0: was it's not her fault she'd never seen me endure like dangerous criminals on the street you know and so like no no shit like when you go to jail and you're in some people in this cell like doesn't matter why they're there i get arrested and the cops like throw me in the back of this paddy wagon It was for like fighting or something stupid and they're like oh you know these uh all these other and there's three dudes in there in chains and 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 i'm like what are you guys in for because i'm you know kind of buzzed and like just being an asshole and and the cop's like they're in for murder and i'm like hey me too <laughs> hey, yeah, look, hey, we got something in common, you know. Yeah, and all and all the hookers in the back seat are crack up laughing because they didn't expect that shit, and that's the point. Like, I'm absolutely not a murderer, right? But I'm I'm not going to be a like openly afraid. That's suicide.
1: No, <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? you yeah, you definitely. Know, and if nature's taught me anything, don't exude fear because <laughs> people. If you act crazy, if you play their game, they don't want nothing to do with a white guy that's fucking crazy. Nothing. But if they if they if they smell the fear on you though, it's over. You I
0: know, mean, like, you know, that's that's true of like even you know anything. Like, yeah, like, even, what I'm saying, even like animals taught me that about animals, people. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the um the truth too is that uh you know crazy knows no bounds and can be manufactured by people like Baba. It makes me wonder like what is what happened to all those those marines that you know that like he treated for PTSD like what fucking twisted shit did they turn into you know what i mean uh and well you know i had a i had a um my lawyer uh got really into drugs and it 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 like brought out every bad quality and eventually it, he got into revenge arson and like heavy duty crime <laughs> had to kill himself had to kill himself to avoid to avoid like you know doing 25 years in prison um uh, you know because he's actually you know not cut out for that kind of that stretch of time so you know but w- he he also got like the largest uh workers comp settlement in the state of florida you know i mean it's not like he was all bad all the time and right. that's that's the that's the thing about people you know they're they're frequently um there's there's just like more to them than we think of at first right oh. but
1: Dude, I think about that every day with everybody I see. I'm like, what What kind of secret thing is hiding in their closet, good or bad? Right,
0: right. Well, I've met some of the most evil people, you know, short of like, you know, my wife's been like, she was pin pals with like a, a French serial killer cannibal, you know, and she's like, do you really eat people? And he's like, absolutely. He's like, mail me part of your body. I'll eat you. And she's like, I'm never writing back to him again. I was like, good idea. (laughs) (laughs) She was a a young girl. that She was kind of taken aback when she met Baba, you know, because she didn't understand that you have to false face. You have to basically be falsely enthusiastic about, about, you know, whatever evil shit is going down, just because if you, if you don't, you know, then it can get out of control really quickly, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, But I mean, the, the same thing happens sometimes when it's not even evil, right? Like I met another guy and this was, um, I had a a business where I was like doing web development and, you know, simple, like web 2.0 shit back when the internet was just taking off back when Facebook was for college kids only that type of shit, you know, and this guy comes in and is like, listen, um, I, I want you guys to build a website for me. And I was like, sure. What's what about? And he's like, oh, um, uh, I've, I want to I've been abducted by the FBI and had alien technology implanted in my flesh. And <laughs> I I I want I want you guys to, you know, make a, a website all about my evidence so that it can be something like a, a book, but available to everyone and and you know instantly published because I, I need to get the word out. Um it could mean the The death of the species you know this is for all of humanity this is important the aliens and their technology you know have to be resisted if not stopped entirely and i'm like sir um, do you have any evidence for these you know fantastic claims and he's like oh i do here's my military papers i served in the air force here's my honorable discharge here's my psych report here's my x-ray and he pulls out a real X-ray, you know, on film, uh, and here's the implant. And sure shit, there's this crazy looking thing in his abdomen. And then he pulls up his shirt and he and he pulls out the the like the skin, and he he shows me where it is, and I poke it, and it's hard because it's actually in him. But there's no <laughs> scar, there's no scar, right? And it corresponds to the X-ray. And he's like, yeah. So I was abducted, right? um because they knew through my medical records in the military that I was you know um uh a, a, a likely um fit with low uh instances of rejection probably for the alien tech because they'd had some failures in the past and you know this is all you know they they didn't even hide it from me they told me straight up what was happening to me and you know i you know i just want to make sure that everyone else knows and here's my driver's license here's you know here's where i know i'm not poor but you know i'll pay i don't care what it costs because this has to be done i I have to get this message out to people and i was like sir um i cannot take your money i can't do this job he's like why why not and i was like well your your family might sue me for taking advantage of a of a crazy person and he's like, but I'm not crazy. And I was like, I don't think you are crazy. Actually, I'm, I'm kind of convinced. I'm just saying that it, that it would be easy for them to make somebody else think you're crazy. There are people in the world who will never believe this. And those people are frequently judges and other types of civil you know, exposure where I might get in, in over uh-huh. my head. Uh, and he's like, well, you know, I, he's like, I can understand that. You know, uh, and I said, well, you know, you can let me think about it and you know give me all your information I took copies of everything and I said maybe if I change my mind uh, I'll I'll let you go but at least give me a couple days to think about it and he's like okay uh I understand uh I just want you to really realize that you know I didn't choose this for myself and this is one of the most difficult decisions I've had to make but I feel that regardless of the expense and regardless of the the possible blowback. Um, I I don't feel like I'm in any danger because I am an ongoing experiment. They can't actually do anything to me because it would disrupt uh, the, you know, the what they could learn. Like no one wants to finish their experiment early, you know? Mm -hmm. So and and so I'll be here, I'll be around. And I was like, thank you. And I took copies of everything. And then I called the FBI right away. (laughs) And I was like, "Um, so field agent so and so I I just wanted you to know that one of the people that you've abducted to plant alien technology in has escaped and is blabbing your secrets all over town. And the FBI field agent is like, miss, the FBI does not, you know, uh, abduct American citizens. And I was like, oh, I'm sure that you don't. But just in case. Here's his. I'm gonna email you all this information because you need to go pick him up. Because either he's your really expensive project who's trying to throw a wrench in the works, and you need to put that to a stop because it's I don't have the resources to deal with like alien technology cabals in the in the private defense industry, and otherwise he's a dangerous psychotic with a very convincing file that may uh, actually cause some panic because I kind of believe him. And the FBI agent's like, "Oh, well, thank you, sir." I, you know, I said, "Either way, I can't handle this. This is too much." You know, and I never saw him again. The FBI uh, thought it was funny, but they did not, you know, as far as I know, do anything about it. But of course, I, I ratted him out like the same day.
1: Uh, Well, that's the thing, man. That's an interesting story because I figured you as the kind of guy that would be the publisher of it or you know at the minimum not rat the guy out i mean <laughs> right that's...
0: dude no no
1: well what you know your... why i ratted him out because yeah. i
0: absolutely believed him i and absolutely what's... believed him and So, what's like, the justification
1: no, no. Like, for his protection or like what's the justification for doing that though if you believe him
0: no man for for i because i have i had like employees with families with like you know oh, right, I, right I have my own you don't uh, want that you not want yeah, that attention I mean, yeah why is my responsibility just because you just walked into my office out of the fucking blue dude I did not sign up to fight you know independent right. state extraterrestrial warfare with you you know what I mean that's that's asking a lot yeah, I might do a, that for you
1: a business decision
0: well I mean it's just the reality like look if what you're saying is true that's way above my pay grade I don't do alien war.
1: Well, that's the thing, like yeah, it's it's either something like that or you've got dirt on somebody or you're a threat to some kind of cartel, right you have yeah, or, information or, or technology you're,
0: or you're you're um such a, a schizo poster that like you faked all this crap, you know what I mean so it's either right. true in which case I don't want to have anything to do with it, dude. they didn't abduct me, I mean right <laughs> sorry. I'm real sorry, guy. <laughs> you know what I mean so I'm, I'm no angel, I'm not the good guy here. I'm just saying, like that's that's asking a lot. As some, you know, uh, half my friends wouldn't even help me move. They'd be like, "Dude, you're on the second floor. I'm busy." Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And then what? Then I gotta fucking, I gotta deal with like rogue government agencies just because for some guy I never met. No.
1: No. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely no. Yeah, I see it now. At first, yeah. I'm like, come on, man. But now I'm like, no, no, no. I, I'm the no, same you, way. You know,
0: like that's what you, when you say, come on, man, that's the shit you say when you don't actually believe him. You right. I mean? But when he, he had so much shit that was so neatly organized and he had such a, he was such a, the opposite of like Baba, where like everything he said seemed totally reasonable.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, like it was well thought out. Like he had, he understood that you wouldn't, be- believe him he wasn't like baba he was like i'm a god you know what i mean <laughs> like yeah right and so the the fbi called me back and, and we had we had a conversation not long after that i was a, a character reference for some guys who want to do uh you know some to get a top secret clearance it, it, it's just life is weird right yeah but i didn't do like the cool thing no, no I, I like ran i was like no i, I believe you this is fucked. Get away from me.
1: (laughs) Well, that's the thing, man. If you do get stuff like that, and I've had experiences where like, wow, like this seems like information that nobody even knows or or could understand or exactly like if if too many people knew about it, like if I was the one to to pump it out there, I'd be liable for something. At a minimum, people would come after me, you know, personal on a personal level, like, you know, people just doxing you and stuff, let alone the government, the CIA. Yeah,
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You had to bleep out my name Right, like, yeah, right, just so we could, I could, I wouldn't get in trouble for associating with like float, whatever. Like, dude, you know, this is prior to that fad of like doxing and all that crap, you know what I mean? I'm I'm not really that worried about the internet, yeah, yeah, because like, you know, dude, at least you're not alien abduction guy,
1: (laughs) no, (laughs) but yeah, I've had conversations with a few people that wouldn't come on the podcast or I wish I would have recorded it for the podcast where it's like it's like kind of the same situation where they bring you so much compelling stuff and stuff it's like wow like I feel like I know a lot but you just totally blew my mind on a subject that I thought I knew everything about it's like okay and but then there's there's a certain people especially there was a there was a guy in the in the in the Q movement I was trying to get a hold of for a long time ended up seemed to be like he, used to, he was planted. So there's like, you know, landmines I avoided in that sense where it was like disinfo. I feel like in the beginning there was a lot of disinformation agents out there and uh, a lot of shills too, just people grifting and shilling uh, for money. There's a lot of that in the conspiracy world, but I'm kind of out of the conspiracy world now, I'm more into the, like the back to so the psychedelics, the self-actualization, the meditation, the flotation. Um, and, and yeah, you floated with me, what, I think once or twice, I think maybe no more than twice, or maybe more, maybe how many times you float?
0: Oh, oh uh, five, six, I think total. Uh,
1: okay. Cause I was trying to hang out a lot up there and you know, with, with your kid and art and, and my schedule too, well, it was just, you it was know, hard. man,
0: I mean, you know, the, the, the thing is too, is that, um, it's, it's kind of like a, a novel, uh, treatment too. It's like something that, you know, takes the time Right you gotta you have to have like a certain amount but yeah, of
1: yeah, a devotion or practice would be a right, shit. yeah, right.
0: so really get the most out of it, right. And yeah and what you what you were doing was wizard shit, you know what I mean Well, that and was the other was, thing
1: too, man. I really wish we would had time for I mean, or did we? And then I just forgot about it. Did we ever do a mushroom trip in the tank? No, yeah, that was one thing. I did a lot of friends. We did that many weekends, and the door was always open to you. And there's a lot of people who, you know i again i thought i was going to be there indefinitely i thought i'd still be there now you know or or in another float center in a a larger capacity but it obviously didn't work out for so many different reasons uh a lot of them were political and pandemic related but you know um your art's still there and we had a fun time and I, i i was really glad i finally got to and, we, and you got paid some money too is it was, it was like you did it for free as a, as a friend we 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 got to get you some money i know you're a big time artist so it wasn't usually uh close to the checks you were getting you know or you get as a as a now, you know
0: to me man every job is different like so everything i do is is different i i, I you know need some money to buy paint and and mm-hmm. buy everything but like you know i feel like people don't actually appreciate things if they don't if if they get it for absolutely for free i've just noticed that oh that's true too definitely
1: too. definitely i so, agree with that 100 so
0: it's almost just like a, a thing that you, you're doing specifically because you know it 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 sweetens the the appreciation right but also I, I do do it as a job it helps me prioritize a little gig but i'll do any size job i don't
1: care yeah that's know. why that was just great too Because i consider you a big time artist and i'm like yeah man that's cool like you ha- you're a part of this now and Everybody always loved the art, but one thing was well. I I won't talk about that because that will give away too much about the place. But the theme of the place really kind of, you know, really narrowed what what I could work with there, and then also kind of narrowed people's perceptions of what it was because of the quasi-religious aspect of what it held itself out as. But it wasn't really that. It was just by virtue of the name, I had to work around a theme, and you did a really great job with that too. Well,
0: you know, I, I I think that you put yourself you put your finger on something. Because I put you in the same wizard status, you know. I mean, you're not an evil wizard, right? But you're definitely you. You were uh, some kind of meditative, you know, hermit, like right? really doing like the old ancient spiritual tradition of of isolation and deep thought thinking and using all these tools to push reality around so you could look at it uh, and have it make sense. You know, I mean, it was. Uh, I took you kind of seriously, right? I mean, oh, I,
1: oh yeah, one hundred percent. That's exactly what I was doing. I was trying to figure out if there was any malleable nature to reality, and if so, how to go about it.
0: Yeah, you know, I like for example, I used to hang out at the Buddhist temple with uh, those monks um, back when I in high school. Um, well, a because Buddhism was cool. Like, there's never been like crusades in Buddhism. You know, what I mean, so like they they get that like two points for you know not not ever like causing mass death but also um, the best part about the Buddhist monks at the um, Thera Verde, uh temple mm-hmm. was that they all smoke cigarettes. And because of their like vow of poverty, they weren't allowed to not let you bum.
1: <laughs> ah, nice.
0: <laughs> so, you know, you could just go there and smoke the monk cigarettes all day. But they were also weird. Like, you know, y- they weren't allowed to touch the same thing a woman was touching. Like n- they were so distant from like hookup culture that like, mm-hmm if a, if a woman was going to bring them the the a, a bowl of soup or the, the phone or something they'd have to set it down on the table and then walk away and then the monk could pick it up because they can't even be touching the same object at the same time it was like um you, you see that kind of discipline amongst like electricians
1: right right you, yeah. you know what i
0: mean like it was that level
1: e- of energy exchange
0: right where there was some they were very meticulous about it and you know I, I have no
1: idea why. Well, one thing I've learned with my practices is the, level, the levels of subtlety go up as you be- become more still and tuned and relaxed and in touch with the nature of reality. And so I guess uh, energetic disturbances like that at those finer levels are easily, you know, versus the low level of unconsciousness, right, where you can lay in a slop and not even realize it. You know, mm-hmm. you can lay in there with trash and a dead body and a pig and you wouldn't even know right in a certain level of unconsciousness versus the fine-tuned level of yeah, a woman's energy, uh, we cannot touch the same item at the same time for the transfer of energy, is just just so great. It might create some small energetic disturbance enough for me to uh just have even the slightest thought of a boner or something in you know, like five minutes from now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like maybe shit like that happens. Oh, yeah.
0: No, I mean, I I believe it, it does. It's just, it's startling to see like, like no, no nut November, right. Versus like these guys who wouldn't even touch the same thing that a woman was touching it at once. You know what I mean? What I, what I, what I do see is like that, you know, when you say like something like, okay, I, I got off on all of the, I got, I backed out of conspiracy theory shit, which I, I assure you probably none of them are theories, but you know, it's very difficult
1: to, to find out I'm what, still what in it it's just is. like there's there's yeah. no point without solutions i have solutions it's called do what the Amish are doing you know dial out of an offer it's an uh, like modern society right. it's, it's an offer you don't have to go to costco and target walmart and, and get the shit amazon to your door you could have access to pigs and cows and chickens and and, and you know you don't have to worry about electricity pef fire you know, there's there's ways around it we've survived this is why people freak out about this stuff like we've lived on this planet for thousands of mil- millions of hundreds of thousands millions of years without nintendo and electronics and nike and coca-cola and apple and internet we, you know we're gonna we a lot of us will mentally break down and maybe not survive actually physically but for the most part and i and i see what the the, the whole demic and, and i've lost people to it i've I'm still losing people to it, the vaccine but I, I see it as a culling, right like let's say the, the world economic forum and i hate to mention them because i don't like to talk about that stuff anymore but let's say they're right right there's just too many people but it's there, there's too many uh, just like feeders right they, they don't contribute they anything right. what I'm saying but, but in a way right. like think about it from like a farming perspective you've got just too many people that are just feeding off off the trough that aren't producing and contributing and they're they're lowering the IQ and so maybe like the vaccine's a perfect example of and no offense to anybody that took it I always say it's it was a spiritual test but you know it's like if you were if you weren't smart enough to to avoid the vaccine you deserve in a way that's their maybe what they're thinking like to reduce the population we'll get all these people who are gullible who trust the government who aren't critical thinkers we'll get them out of the way first you know and then and then they get at the end you know maybe 15 20 30 50 years from now it's just a bunch of schizos and psychopaths that have been able to see the scams avoid the scams live in the woods or, or survive, like I said, psychopathically through dominance, fear, intimidation, gangsterism, stuff like that. That's why I think if, if, if things, and again, like I don't understand why you'd want to kill your slaves, but also, you know, maybe there's too many retards eating out of the trough.
0: So i just think that they believe that there are right because they they, they don't they don't actually farm you know what i mean like the people that that get behind that shit like really don't understand the first thing about agriculture and it happens every, like when the you're Chinese, right about yeah yeah you know they don't understand like what how you know what biodiversity is or what it's for and and it's ridiculous for, for it to be our fault like our uh, our gas for a year will power one trip on their fucking super yacht you know what i mean it's like it's dumb but they don't think it's dumb and you know if you were uh arrogant and like rich and um being brought up on the idea that science might make you immortal in your lifetime if we can just hold on with gene therapy and all this technology yeah. but the truth is that shit doesn't work with a damn you know what I mean it, Yeah. even think think of like their original covid bioweapon which now we know is is a lab leak even though I I never doubted it you know what I mean but look how
1: shit it was at killing people <laughs> that's what that's what I think happened I think it was a, a it, something that it was a dud right the, it was it, it,
0: yeah because they suck at everything everyone is worse at every job than they were you know, I mean, that's that's like where, uh, that's where the world's
1: at. That's actually a super valid point. Like, for example, we've, we've gotten we've gotten dumber over time as a society because we don't memorize anything anymore, or at least a majority of the population because of technology, because of the Internet, you don't need to memorize phone numbers. You don't need to memorize yeah, history, there's... you know, and so you've got a limited memory. You've got people who are illiterate. I mean, it's sad but more people are becoming illiterate. You could see how, like, even emojis and stuff could be hieroglyphics in the next absolutely. You know, yeah, what, mean, what do you
0: mean in the next that's currently the truth. right you know uh, mark twain wrote, said that there's no difference whatsoever between people who can't read and people who won't read you know yeah, yeah and and it's very easy uh to there's only you know a handful of logical fallacies and if you just learn those things then you know people have a hard time lying to you but at some point there's always going to be a new scam and not just on the magnitude of like governments but like you know i I was i was like partying at a bar in my for my birthday one year and uh you know everyone's like giving me key bumps of coke in the bathroom and this hot chick was like hey like you're cute and i was like "Hey, it's my birthday you want to make out and she's like yeah and she's making out with me she's like oh my god like let's let's go home to your house and i was like oh right right really and she's like, yeah, let's go right now. And so then I took her home and then we get back to my apartment. And then she's like, yeah. She's like, okay, where's the Coke? And I was yeah. like, I don't I don't have any Coke. She's like, yes, you, you do have cocaine. Where, Where is it? And I was like, why do you say that? And she's like, I could taste it when I kissed you. That's uh, why I came home with you.
1: <laughs> uh, uh,
0: <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what? You, You were like some kind of fucking creepy hummingbird floating around <laughs> making out with dudes so that you could find someone who had coke so that you had like confirmation of uh that we that's uh contact confirmed contact confirmed we have cocaine we have cocaine we can taste the post nasal drip you know what i mean and, <laughs> and and i was like oh my fucking god i said i never knew such level of hoochery yeah. existed you that's know what i mean it's a new but but look how practical it was yeah. i mean what a simple it didn't require like you know high technology it was an effective stratagem in its own way right it, it, like i respected it as as much as i could i still talk about it to this day
1: well the know? only requirement for her i guess was no shame
0: well that's that that certain she felt shame once i i I basically once she was wrong, right. Because I was doing other people's coke because it was my birthday; it was a gift, right? That yeah. she was like, "God damn!" But she was she was like, you know, um, only a little bit ashamed.
1: Well, right, her she, uh, yeah, I guess her uh, <laughs> detector was uh, finely tuned for that certain flavor.
0: Yeah, she was correct. She was she was correct. I had been bumping, you know what I mean? So like, but how hilarious! Like that some kind of it's some kind of like you know proto DUI test. Or something you know what i mean like what what a weird scam to be involved in and that just when you when you scale that up to the government level then i think that's what ends up happening is that like you just wouldn't believe the bullshit that people get up to you know and and their motives are never clear even if it's a girl making out with you on your birthday you, you know that doesn't mean shit.
1: I know what's the what's the long con there with her? You find out, right? And so
0: you know that's why every bill like that the the government passes is like, and you know I have to switch sides because this year these this side's bad, then next year it's the other side again, and they take turns being total bastards. And you know there's nothing to be done but just try and call it out each individual time. You know, like sorry, I don't have any blow. You know, so I guess um you're going home you know right like switch gears like well you know we might as well hook up you came all this way you, the club's gonna close you you know what I mean start yeah. sca- start scamming back and try and get something out of out of that situation for you and then maybe you get to break free from the the envy uh culture where you know people really just control you by by mechanism of greed for the most part, you know, the, like there's, you can't, you can't beat them. We're not even like operating on the same tier. They're very dis they're the, they're all they are is a, is a man eating tiger. Well,
1: yeah, they've just, yeah, they've eaten too
0: much salt. You know what I mean? And now they believe what they believe and you can't convince them that they're wrong. I I don't think that people are, you know, malicious, uh, in quite the way that we paint them to be all the seven deadly sins are also the seven great motivators. If you, if you are lusty enough, like then gluttony won't let you get fat because you're like, no, no, no,
1: mm-hmm. no, no,
0: no, I, I need to, I need to stay fit so I can get laid. You know what I mean? If you have enough pride, you know, you won't Vanity. be
1: yeah. right.
0: You won't be lazy. Right. They're the, they're the great motivators that help people get shit done. And I think the same thing happens and fits and starts with the human race. As long as we, we, we pull it back from the edge when it's going this way and pull it back to the middle. And when it's going that way and pull it back to the middle. And you know, that's, that's the best we can do, but that's plenty. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. You know what I mean? That's, that's, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot to that. I mean, and I would do that for everyone. I would fight towards the middle politically. I'll take the loss and get kicked off Instagram. I don't give a shit. You know, what am I making uh content for you for free for anyway, sometimes, you know what I mean?
1: exactly oh totally i'm uh i often many times sit here and second guess what i'm doing because i do it there's no money i mean i make a little bit on the patreon and it basically covers the cost of the podcast which again isn't much but i i do it again out of the thrill of chasing novelty the one the one thing that pursuing the memes has given me is access to other people like you i was friends with you prior to that world but Uh, But it's given me access to people across the country and world that are famous, -famous, uh, quasi-famous, notorious, people I would never talk to in a thousand years under my real name, nobody knowing me, but under this little character I've been playing, which is not too far from who I actually am, uh, I've been able to have all these conversations and learn some things and reach out and, and, and talk to some people I've been fans of or uh, shout out some people I was really interested in that works so, and, and, and yeah, give people like you uh, a platform, even if it's an anonymous way, you know, it appreciated. Well, you know,
0: I feel like the, you know, all you meme lords with your, you know, uh, shit posting accounts and your, your crazy hieroglyphic language, like you're really some kind of secret society of your own, you know, I and mean, it's, it's really, it, it's not that.
1: I I don't see the difference. What's fascinating about memes, it's a really David and Goliath thing of, you've got corporations, uh, multinational, you've got uh, countries even, governments with billions of dollars behind propaganda, and then you've got people like me, and it's really, when I look at the meme landscape, they're really only a handful, it's like maybe the same amount of people that play in the NBA, that make all these accounts that really influence the culture through either they're so good that everything they make becomes viral or by virtue of them having millions of followers, some of these accounts. Like I know a friend of mine that's got seven or eight accounts with each over a million followers. So just right there alone, he's putting out comedy and it's not really pushing any political stuff. But I thought about like, and you're an artist, so this would be a good person to talk about this with, but like corporate art, um, television, radio, anything that's mainstream, it's usually pushing an agenda it's usually too polished and it's uh, it, it doesn't re- re- resonate enough truthfulness usually for me to be interested in it on some kind of unconscious unspoken level. Whereas memes graffiti t shirts somebody told me recently, it may have been you, but somebody was like man t shirts are like one of the last spaces for like free speech and I was like well that's a pretty compelling idea but um so uh, yeah. Well, I, 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 I
0: compared I compared um. You know, uh, graffiti, like stencil graffiti, right? Like just like a lot of what I did, um, f- which is a, a, a like, like a proper handwriting graffiti. Yeah, like Banksy, right? As very similar to um, the, you know, the printing press, right? Because it allowed you to just produce a message that what we, we could consider like straight up outdoor advertising, especially like Banksy, because, you know, all my friends that, are more famous than me that, that do work frequently, people like Banksy will like, you know, borrow equipment and not return it. Cause it's really a team of people, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, uh, you know, so sometimes I'm like, yeah, I, I get like Shepherd Fairey or, you know, there's a lot of people that, that kind of pose as being, uh, something, uh, revolutionary or rebellious, you know, because that's, part that's supposed to be cool whereas i feel like that the people that i really like are not trying to rebel they're not trying to be revolutionary they're they're just trying to be legitimately entertaining to themselves and their friends you know so that
1: yes yes
0: they're not boring you know i mean because what else do you do with your time why would you like be intentionally boring that's that's weird even say out loud no one does that So I feel like that, you know, those are the people that I am impressed with, generally speaking, uh, but also frequently that you can't put your finger on what it is that that they do. You know, if they're making comedy, then great. That's you don't have to rebel. You know what I mean? I don't always rebel. I rolled on that alien guy right away. Yeah. (laughs) You know, what I mean, because sometimes it's outside of the wheelhouse, bro. It's like (laughs) it's above my pay grade. You know what I mean? like but uh, also um I don't shy away from drastic uh action if necessary like because you know I, I can sit with an evil wizard or uh, navigate dealing with psychopaths and dangerous people or soldiers CIA spies I mean the people I've met in my life who are legitimately wild in some you know somewhere or another right is is just an incredible amount of people really and all of them are kind of like angling for something slightly different. I don't really think there's a, a monolithic approach to anything. I believe you really got to go out of your way um, and bend a lot of rules to like start to believe that there's groups of people larger than maybe 50 at a time. You know, when you talk about like the people in the NBA, that's about the as big as any group gets, you know, right. whether it's a mafia, whether it's like a, a the, of the, the, the functioning hand of of a cartel or, you know, whether it's local teamsters union or whether it's like the graffiti artists in a major city or uh, turn chances are everybody knows each other inside those, those worlds. Mm -hmm. But also that, you know, that they kind of don't, they're not really even trying to overlap. They're trying to be entertaining internally that I believe that like most really cool shit is for an in crowd it's not even for like you know it's
1: yeah no you're right you're totally right that's why I create and that's I took that from Steve Jobs which which was he created the stuff he wanted to see for himself for his friends he wanted to see if he could do it I'm like oh yeah that's exactly why I do these things I want to see if I can make myself laugh because I'm (laughs) nothing makes me laugh it's all fucking stupid and lame so I'm like if I can make myself laugh I know that this shit's going to be funny to these these corny ass people that will laugh at almost anything. So I'm always yeah exactly I'm I'm creating for myself. Uh, a lot of times I'll create, I'm sure you do as an artist too, you create stuff that you probably won't even show anybody. You you won't release to the general public, right? Do you do, you do that a lot or, or do most oh, Yeah, things? Oh,
0: yeah, I I keep a lot of stuff close to my vest, but also, you know, I have I am as somebody who's been doing art for a job for decades, right? And I'm not like, you know, some kind of big important dude, but I've l- managed to do whatever the fuck I want to do. Yeah. without having to answer to anybody for most of my life right so as far as like a, that's all i was ever trying to achieve anyway right well the work the, is really
1: good too and it's not you are just like you're selling out or you're you know you're really it's authentic <laughs> voice and it's really skillful you know and well you uh, know
0: i would i would sell out if if i could sell something that was that popular because making money is good i get it yeah you know i mean but also like i'm not poor you know i mean i'm not like devastatedly broke but sometimes i get mad that uh you know somebody is 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 fucking around with my money you know i, I had to yell at the, the the guys who who did um uh they did the uh game stocks that was at wall street bets yeah I, I got hired by them to do like a rooftop party and i got real pissed at jamie because nft um shit didn't go through and, and it was a big cryptocurrency mess It was a scam well i mean it's just a it, it wasn't even a scam it's just that he didn't do his part of the thing i, I don't care if it works or not you know i mean but like it's just sometimes people shit on you sometimes usually it's like by accident or by incompetence more so than like true malice you know that uh you know but um anyway i I think feel like we we got off the the subject the the something about like the the truth is just like that entertaining yourself is its own reward like that having fun is fun and it's like that's you, you, it's really yeah. going to, have to be more complicated than that. That's you know? why I do it.
1: I, I'm like a child, you know. I want to entertain that yeah, inner, yeah, Scratch that inner itch and uh, ask questions and do it. Like I'll do something for the sake of getting good at it, and then I'll stop and I'll go on to something else. Like and, and in a way that's really helped what I'm doing now, which is video production, which takes some music and audio sound engineering, which takes video editing, which takes, actually takes creating the content or finding the content online. And now I'm teaching myself. All the special effects stuff. I I got a turntable, two turntables now. I'm starting to do like the audio stuff and trying to like mix records and stuff. Like I'm like I'm getting crazy with it, but Ooh, that I, sounds
0: I, you know I you, I'm a you good inspired
1: editor. me. You you well you inspired me in a lot of ways. Cause one time I was at your house in the wood in the wood shop in the in the garage at the old place. And you were listening to something on the radio, and it was all kinds of weird stuff. And I'm like, "Man, what is this tape? What is this CD?" And you're like, "Oh, this is just stuff I made myself." And you're like, "It's the only oh, one yeah. that it's like the only one that exists." I'm like, "Oh, that's so cool. I like stuff like that." That's like, "Yeah, nobody's got a copy of this shit."
0: Uh, uh, yeah, well, right, right, right. Because y- you were laughing because it's it wasn't like music to be popular. I was like, you know, fucking with uh, like that was like my songs that uh you know I make with like uh that's basically like weird art it's sound art more so than like me than like what you think of as a popular music format you know and uh i remember that because you're like this is like really weird that you're doing this man because like you know what is it and i was like i don't know it's funny <laughs> well that, it just really spoke
1: to me it's like you know what that's really true though you just make stuff to make it and enjoy it. nobody's even got to hear it it's just for your own thing and And yeah, a lot of times, cool stuff comes out of just like I made it for myself. You know, I I wanted to see if it could be done. You know, I wanted to see, like, for example, I'm always seeing shit or hearing songs or watching movies or, or looking at memes, and I'm like, man, I could like people. This this meme's getting ten thousand likes. Come on, now I can do better than that.
0: Yeah, that's that's killer though to have like an audience uh, and to to reach them is really satisfying, and it's good for them because um having an audience that can't get new content you know we're in the the binge uh culture yeah because um because it's not physical uh it's it doesn't like the high from it doesn't last as long Mm -hmm. you know i mean the the more digital something gets like the the less analog it is like the the less of a of a buzz you keep i don't know what i'm
1: trying to say well, like having an then. album and the album art, and and uh, versus having thinking, a, a digital about, download. About like
0: how how about like even more so like this? Like you used to buy albums. Like you just use the word album. Yeah. But when has anybody bought an album in a
1: long time? People buy one song now. Right. Exactly. Well, that's true too. They don't even buy the whole.
0: No, there's they don't do that anymore. Like no, it's not. That's not part of the the business well, model. See,
1: and that's what I hate about this new world we're living in. It's the same thing with movies too. It's like movies are now made by uh in boardrooms not by like george lucas sitting at his desk and saying no i'm going to put georgia in here i don't care what anybody thinks it's my story i'm gonna do what i want but no and now they go no we can't have the blue ghost now because chinese don't like that and we got a global audience and it says i feel it's the same yeah that's lame yeah and so i i hate that i hate that that uh that's why i appreciate real artists like you so much and you live you have an tour. Uh, a thing about you too like you have full control of your art and there's a, I think there's a consistency to your vision across your mediums because you do jump around um with your concepts and your 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 styles and the like but, we you do, know like wood and paint and
0: you know part of that is because I'm like a street uh kid who accidentally became an artist right as a job whereas or I originally I was just hanging out I was just like I'm watching other people vandalize shit and I might as well, like, that's fun. It's, you know what I mean? Like, I'll, I want to vandalize something too. You know what I mean? What, what I put on there, it was, wasn't really more thought out than that. It wasn't like, I'm going to be a great graffiti artist. No. And so, you know, I, I'm not a great graffiti artist. I'm just me. But I've also like, I don't, I I didn't have, I don't have to be anything other than that.
1: Well that's oh, what that's I like true. about you though. You're, yeah. you're, you're, that was like when Sally showed me the street art. And I'm like, well, this is like unlike you know, any kind of graffiti I've ever seen with math formulas and like like it was like art stuff too, like art references. I'm like, this is pretty interesting. And then I found out that you were the Bill Murray, and then you but you were the inspiration for all the other stuff that she was doing. I'm like, okay, I'm like, this is the real deal. Fuck this. I mean, she's great and all, but I'm like, let me get to the real guy. I don't need the I don't need the imitation. No offense, Sally. I love you to death, but uh let you me know, get uh, let me get to the man himself
0: some of my favorite shit that i like so like a lot of the money i've made it just from having technical skills that i've uh, like accumulated by accident instead of talking about myself i can i can describe it through a photographer that i know right this he's like you know no one buys my my bondage boudoir photos that's my real art Mm -hmm. you know um and but but instead i get stuck taking these pictures of like nike shoes and they and I get paid so much money for it but it's just bullshit and it has nothing to do with my real art and I was like that's entirely false actually that the reason you get to take Nike photos is because of your other art right you got the job because of the technical skills that you only bothered to develop so that you could take sexy pictures of roller derby girls or whatever you know what I mean yeah There there never was a market for that but that that's irrelevant because you don't you're not going to learn how to do something that you hate doing you have to love it in some capacity in order to dedicate the time required oh yeah to that's pick what that a was skill.
1: totally me in the beginning I'm like man okay like you think about it like. Everybody that wants to be around something, they figured out how to find a job. Like, for example, child predators, they work at Disney World, you know what I mean? Or, or work around children, right? So, for me, I wanted to be around beautiful women. What's the quickest way? Photography, I thought. You know, it's like, let me, I might, like, again, it was one of these situations where I'm like, well, you know what? I think I can probably do that, if not better, if I learn the technical stuff. And I got that down, worked for free for a long time, took well, shit yeah. jobs. And yeah, then, yeah. yeah, exactly. I used that passion. And then that became the wedding photography fueled the the art right it allowed me to do the art at that point it was a good trade off
0: well because you ended up suddenly being eligible for a magnitude of responsibility right you, they expect those pictures to be excellent objectively yeah you know?
1: that, I mean, that it, was the it, thing yeah it has
0: to look like them it can't be blurry it can it needs to have like you know uh, the minimum effect so that it, it it's it's appreciably different from the photos they take of themselves yeah right it has to show some level of obsession but you're not going to just learn because it's a good idea like Tiger Woods didn't teach himself golf his dad forced him to learn it before he was when when just learning anything from dad was awesome
1: right exactly I mean that was
0: that's why he's you know and so sometimes if you have like a, a leg up Ozzy Osbourne's dad mortgaged his house two times to front all the bills so that the band could record and tour because he believed in Sabbath you know what I mean? And I didn't almost, know that. that's a cool he story. He almost went, yeah, he almost went bankrupt, right? So sometimes it's really about someone else motivating you, right? But yeah. when you're, when if you miss that boat and you have to motivate yourself, then keep it simple because you know, realistically, the only things that motivate us are 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 thrills of some kind. You know I mean? We're just that's how people are. It's not you know, it's it's not weird. Yeah, you know?
1: it's just for me, it's just simple novelty of something new or yeah, or or I've reached some level of like, yeah, I've created <laughs> I've reached a technical ability where I've created something that I feel satisfied as to where well, I was trying to reach initially. This,
0: you know, you're trying to meet beautiful women, so you're trying to take pictures of them, and then you do take pictures of them, and then they're like, Ah, eh, that's okay. You know, even you're like, shit, look, you my know, plan's that, not working.
1: Well, that did luckily that wasn't the the case for me. I was able right, to because
0: you, you were good enough right away that you know you it, it was an important deal where you're like, "Oh, wow, no, no, this is serious. You know, i I need to be good when I debut." And so you were motivated and you and you then picked up the skills. But you know, the same thing with with me, several of my skills, I was debuting a bunch of amongst a bunch of like, you know, degenerate drug addicts that, like lived a hard life pseudo crime. Yeah, and so like the you know the the standards are different. It's not the best business model. Tell so my my cousins are like you know don't don't be an artist. You know my cousins are like I want to I want to be an artist. I'm like why would you do that? Your, your your dad is money. You should do you should do something like legitimate.
1: Yeah, make more money.
0: <laughs> right, right. Like you know the, then pass that on to a kid. You know like have a <laughs> start a dynasty like Ozzy Osbourne's dad. You know what I mean? Like that's then you'll really shake the world. You know what I mean the when you talked about the NBA right well what are the odds that anybody succeeds at anything right Uh, yeah
1: totally exactly you know
0: well even if it's just like staying married like how hard is that like just all i gotta do is not get divorced but that's half of all marriages go the way of the dodo at least you know i mean and and it's just like man whereas like if if you you almost have to be simple-minded in order to really strive in, in this world
1: Oh and, yeah, definitely. I would know. 100% agree with that. There's so It'd many distractions. Little, yeah. You just need one like simple obsession,
0: right? Well, and you know, it pays to be kind of stupid. You know, um, all of these things that we like easily, well, easily you're, you're entertained. I guess,
1: I guess you're speaking more of like an egolessness, but uh, achieved through stupidity.
0: No, I mean, I'm talking about like look at the people that try and plan the world. They really think they're smart. They've got pedigrees. Oh, yeah. They've got they call like their themselves. Shit doesn't work. Yeah, well, their exactly. shit doesn't fucking work. I mean, you know, like Windows Seven was miraculous. Windows Eight was trash. It was useless trash. They skipped Windows Nine altogether because Windows Eight was so bad. They went straight to Windows Ten, which brought back some of the features of Seven. You know, so even even global dudes like you know, I mean. What the fuck? You you think like Facebook is really that good? Or, or you just think that, you know, like or it's run by some visionary guy? Or do you think Zuckerberg just got at one job and he happened to do something okay that was hugely popular and made him a shitload of money by accident? You know what I mean? That really like, the, you know, the idea of him being some kind of visionary to me is, is obviously retconned. You know, what I mean, you made that shit up after the fact, pal. Well, well you, now know, that it's his...
1: you, you know, the story with DARPA and Facebook, right?
0: I I shit see there's another thing where so much like I I know that you know DARPA it, it kidnaps people and implants them of the alien technology and blames the
1: FBI. <laughs> you know what I mean like right I don't know I don't know what what in particular they did because you know well, DARPA developed something called lifelog, which was basically Facebook the the day before the day that life log goes offline, the next day, Facebook comes online, and then Zuckerberg's the one that supposedly has done it. And then they introduce the, the Winkle Voss twins or whatever they're called later as the you know because they have to all these things have to have an up and down a storyline and characters and if it's a it's if if it's a narrative that they've given Zuckerberg, but the the, the, the point is it pre existed as Life Log and it was just basically handed to Zuckerberg as like a figurehead you know, the yeah, the, yeah. the the, so, the so, so, Silicon Valley story of the genius kid.
0: My version of that, that, that I am like peripherally aware of is like, all these guys are like, Oh, I, I just, I dropped out of school. I, I didn't really, I just went like, oh, I'm Elon Musk. I went for three days or I'm Bill Gates. I dropped out of college. or right. And they tell that story. Well, to me, it's, it's like, it's, it reminds me of the girl who's who was kissing dudes trying to, taste their mouth for cocaine uh-huh.
1: <laughs> you
0: know what i mean and yeah. so like they i feel like these guys it's obvious to me it had been criminally minded and seeing the twisty shit way that people think in that world that they went to college looking for some kid who had actually a really good idea that they were going to develop just long enough to steal it drop out and go patent it immediately so that it would be theirs now and that's that's kind of how they those types of people roll it's it worked just like the girl who's who's um hummingbirding for coke right it's it's you have to have no shame you have to like really have a strong desire to win it's it's not for the faint of heart you know what i mean but it does work right and that's that's crime for you that these guys are like some kind of super geniuses like come on man you know, I mean, there's... that's what I
1: tell people. I'm like, that's the white pill for me. I'm like, look, you got to understand, if you're you're calling yourself illuminated, but you're really not because you're operating out of some kind of malicious unconsciousness, aka psychopathy. And so, if it, the analogy is you're like in a room in in darkness, and that's why you know, like, how great can your plans be when they're being, you know, you can't even really see what you're doing, or there's a stupidity that comes with. Or, or like an, uh, a brashness, an egoness that uh, I'm too good, I can't be caught. Um, uh, you you become somewhat blinded. Like I said, there's there's a unconscious darkness to it that doesn't allow for like clear vision and and and, and something about evil and maliciousness. I think also plays into a part of like okay, it's, that's why I believe that yeah, COVID was initially something they thought was going to be a world ender. Like much more than it actually was, yeah, and, it was it, it, and it was a dud. And then they had to use the yeah. scam of putting people in the hospital and giving them the poison and denying them real medicine, and, and then pushing the scam of the vaccine.
0: Yeah, because they needed the they needed the, it to be more explosive than it was. But then the, you know they did everything they could to complicate it and make it bad because they're you know they're ruthless because yeah. it's, to them it's war, and they believe that that's uh, that that's fair. And I don't think they're wrong. Well, I you just know think that, uh, they're man, that they're man-eating tigers. You know, you mean, know they, I've heard they this argument too. by accident.
1: I've heard this argument too, where it's like, okay, you know, I try to consider all possible um, positions, and one of the positions I heard was, uh, we can't get a war. So, when these financial systems, this, this fractional reserve banking, when the, when the game comes to an end and collapses, they have to have war. Usually, is what they do to hide the fact that their banking system's collapsing. Well, they, they've they been trying for war for years. That was the whole thing with the Q movement, which was Trump and the, the Patriots took over and they've diverted and they've they've taken us off the course of war and the 16 year plan to destroy America, which was Obama and then Hillary and all the globalist stuff going on. So the, the, what I'm saying is they use the pandemic as a tool to stall the banking collapse. And so in a way, it could be argued from a long enough distance uh that maybe they're trying to do the right thing because what else can you do right if if if, if the banking system is collapsing and, and you're trying to stall it you're using every potential tool at your disposal and maybe short of war you do something like that
0: so you put your finger on the button fractional reserve banking we'll have to do a whole another visit
1: well, that's the because- thing like we got to wrap this up because we're getting close yeah. to two hours and I, there was, I, there was like five things I wanted to talk about that we would even get close to talking about, like the DMT story <laughs> that you sent me. We're, we'll talk about that next time. I'll save it for you. Because um, I think you're going to be, if you want to be a continual guest, like, uh, know, if, yeah, I mean, that's fun. That sounds fun. Because you're you're a great speaker. You got great stories and the banter is really good. The audience can tell I'm engaged and, and laughing, which is rare. So yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about, frac- I mean, yeah, continue with your thoughts about what I would just said about the. The pandemic and you know stalling the potential banking collapse. If you were going to well, say anything,
0: uh, yeah, I, I had one specific thing that I just learned because I'm I'm hip to the wickedness that's called usury and, and fractional reserve banking, which is what everyone else would be called check fraud if we did it, but if they right. do it, it's just banking, right? Um, but I did not know that whoever has the greatest um, debt to the World Bank. Right, actually gets an extra uh, vote. That that there is um, like uh, debt collection. Right, if you owe, if you owe the most, and and I'm I'm butchering it because I wasn't prepared for this, but you just said that and I was like, oh, I just learned this. Yeah. Well, if you if you have the most debt, then you get two votes, and everyone else gets one. And so when you when shit hits the fan, and you got to decide which economy you're gonna crash. In order to uh, recoup the losses, which is devastating for the people of that country, but not for the elite of the country that have the money to take advantage of it. You know, inflation sucks if you're paycheck to paycheck, but it's rad if you own a bunch of debt,
1: Mm -hmm. right?
0: Because it makes all your debt go away. Right, because like you know, I, I let's say I owe fifty thousand dollars, and because of inflation, fifty thousand dollars is, is isn't worth shit anymore. Like you know, fifty thousand yen. Yeah, you know, right, like, right, know, right. Can't right. Even, yeah, can't even buy you a fucking fur coat. You know what I mean? So right, it might it might even fifty thousand yen might buy you like you know, a you know, you
1: know like like a, like wheelbarrows uh, for full of Deutschmarks for bread. Exactly,
0: exactly. Yeah. So so the people race to get debt because they the goal is to have the maximum debt so that you can then vote for what economy you want to crash which then makes you the most money because then you got you all that shit you bought you buy a bunch of things you buy land and and castles and businesses right and then the economy um collapses because you you got everyone votes on it who gets who's getting shit on you know, just like every other, uh, the black spot in Treasure Island. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, right. Then they all their money, um, because all their money, every all their wealth is an illusion created by debt. Then, because it is that, then suddenly for the first time, they they get to a point where all that the value of those things rises astronomically, but the the amount they owe on it. Stays the same, and that's where they make all their money.
1: Right? Uh, so if, yeah. if you can
0: if you can get into a position where you own land right before inflation cycles, you, you'll you you'll become rich as shit. It's they're not getting poor, you
1: know what I mean? Right, but, and they they only got richer over the pandemic. Like oh it, my it, god, considerably. So much, it's the yeah. largest
0: transfer of wealth ever. ever. Yeah, right. And but if you're not, <laughs> you know, if you're if you're if you're not hip to it, you know, what I mean, but of course that's also an illusion too because they it's a larger economy than there's ever been you know even the poorest people uh in today's uh, economic world are still richer than the poorest people from
1: you know Oh yeah for sure just by virtue of the technology that we have
0: exactly so you know there's there's upsides to everything everything even even economic collapse right well that's the thing
1: like if you're if you're ahead of the curve you can see that coming and you can find a way to make uh make make survivable, if not profitable existence on a collapse
0: Or, i mean you know a lot of people would be like oh my god i don't you know i don't want to take on a bunch of debt the the jobs are going like crazy no 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 yes you do go get as many credit cards as you can (laughs) <laughs> you know what i mean like get, get what loans you can and if you've if you've waited for that day if you've been poised and you like been building your credit and sometimes that shit's you know they don't give a fuck like people think you know what i mean my wife's like never missed a payment never done anything wrong fuck i've had cars repossessed i've had houses foreclosed and my my credit score is better than hers
1: yeah my, i have the same issue where i've had all gone through the ringer like you have and now on the other end of it i'm like squeaky clean again
0: yeah because like you have to be egregiously bad and then they're like oh he must be one of us
1: exactly exactly <laughs> Dude, it's the it's the craziest thing man this monetary system and yeah the debt, and uh it's not backed by anything and it's like yeah you've got uh one coat and a thousand co- t- tickets for the coat you know that's, just, that's how we're running this country and uh it's crazy but i wanted to talk about so many things but we're right at at two hours
0: right right this is you know chop it up man cut out the best bits and and
1: yeah uh, all the hums and the and all that i will uh make it real nice and tight but i appreciate you coming on oh go ahead
0: i'm gonna i'm gonna send you a link because you could throw in uh for some of your people might like to hear those songs you're talking about yeah that's the the thing i
1: was gonna ask you like if you want me to add some music that you like or if you actually have like i've got some original music for you Please, I've I, I, yeah, I've
0: got original shit that, that I made. Make,
1: that makes it even better because it gives you the real flavor of the artist. But right. uh, I, th-
0: I think you could use uh, the song uh, "The Bridge Washed Out, Ma." It's a great okay. song. <laughs>
1: well, you send it over to me. Uh I'll, and I'll text it to you now. <laughs> anything else? Any anywhere you want? I know we're not going to give any specifics away, so you really can't promote too much. But is there anything you would like the audience to look at, or any lasting <laughs> remarks for tonight's episode?
0: Oh no, I mean. You know when you're when you're around the evil people don't if you if you think they're evil if you just disagree with them completely you should still smile and nod and agree you know you don't want to you don't want to like you know get up in their face right yeah. and it, and if you're if you're entertaining yourself and your friends then then that's good enough not everybody wants to be famous once they get it and not everybody should be famous and yet, anybody can be a great man. Just have a kid and make sure you never let them down. It'll be the only person you got a reasonable chance at at not disappointing. Because if you're anything like me, you've there's you've climbed a mountain of corpses to get here with this yeah. shit version of wisdom. You know what I mean? <laughs> But, yeah. you call, but, but you know what? Some little kid doesn't know. They don't know all the wicked shit that you've been up to all these years, all your foolishness. You can start fresh, and man, they'll be impressed. And then then you, too, will be great. And that's all I got for today.
1: <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Um, I look forward to many more episodes with my anonymous friend here. I know the audience is going to like it because I got a lot of good stuff here tonight. I laughed a considerable amount, which is rare for me and i'm glad that we finally sat down and did this because i know we i know had, man we, we, we talked about it for a yeah, long time and it never yeah. actually came to came to pass but uh yeah, yeah well i I,
0: uh, I had fun man thanks for inviting me that's anytime really
1: nice. we're gonna have you back and um you send me those songs over we'll put it together and like every guest i have on here you are enlightened i appreciate your time and god bless you my friend
0: god bless you too bro <laughs> what I would call the general mythology of the hero journey, the night sea journey, the hero quest, where the individual is going to bring forth in his life something that was never beheld before, namely the fulfillment in
1: time and space of his own potentialities which are peculiar to himself.